Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. We are recording from the ship Isis in yeah. town, which I'm sure most people from the area have been to pre-match or just any other occasion. You haven't been, been in ages. Yeah. It is a fantastic pub. It is tremendous. Lots of old tradition. Well, old tradition. Photos of old Sunderland, aren't there? From it's great, early yeah. 1900s and stuff. Late 1800s. Good beer as well. Very good beer. So there's the plug for them. Uh, what we, we wanted this to be. Yeah, we didn't get any free beer. Well, there's, there's four of us here. Uh, what we wanted this to be. Richard should have been here as well. Join him. Yeah, it's going to be five. Join myself and Gareth and Craig Clark. Hello, and I've already been yakking. And uh, Frankie Francis as well. Yeah, well, it is Thursday and I'm normally uh, yeah. at the helm, but yeah, I'm not. You just didn't like time. it that we, we said we were taking control mm. tonight, so he said, well, I'm coming along anyway. We've had a bit of No Man's <laughs> Land kind of podcast yeah. time. Over yeah, last well, week we were hoping so. by this point that <laughs> all the business was going to be done and this could have been like a, a deadline day special and no one ever look we'll just stop recording we'll publish it and then Sunderland will sign like three players or something it's a Sunderland but we have signed a couple a of players we can talk about it's a Sunderland a special players we're linked at the moment as well well, I as suppose well. that's it, isn't it? All you can do is talk about the ones that we've been linked with, and then if we do sign one of them, at least that's <laughs> we'll relevant. Edit, we'll, edit, we'll edit the bit out with the other players who we didn't sign. And yeah. we'll have a whole five minutes to listen to tomorrow <laughs> <Yeah>. morning. <laughs> well, let's talk about the players we have signed. Um, I mean, firstly, it seems like how long ago since we played football last? Um, when uh, was it we played Man City? The Man City game, was it? It was, wasn't it? Does that count? Well, it was. Well, a yeah, game. we're going into yes. the semi final. Will you be going to Wembley? Will it count then? Yes. Will they go count? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. That, sounds, that, that feels, feels like a long time ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even get to go, unfortunately. So, <coughs> so we have fallen to fifth in the league as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is the worst case scenario. We I only looked at the league because someone said that, and I wouldn't have looked at it um, because. You know, we've got these games in hand now. I think this weekend, the first time I'll be looking back at the league, you know, mm. you know we hopefully hit the ground running with these new signings, which we'll be making <laughs> over the next <laughs> few hours. Uh, and we've already, you know, got brought two in, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Well, Three, I, if you include uh, Jimmy Dunn, I mean, before we get it, about him, before we get to the signings, we'll just um, brush over Wimbledon in the hope that we sign somebody um, <laughs> in the next 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Wimbledon, of course coming off the back of a, a massive win in the FA Cup of course they are because that's just what we need isn't it a yeah. big morale boost well, I think, win I think you'd said obviously not now but previously that it's not uncommon for a, a team to like sorry Gareth's distracting us but he's, he's pointing you're, you're faffing on with the mic this, this is going really well this isn't it nothing to talk about honestly <laughs> Gareth's I have to, I have about to correct Stephen's microphone I don't know, right, right, microphone etiquette every yeah. week. Atticus. Atticus. <laughs> wow, he's <laughs> been to the Stephen Goldsmith School of Pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's infectious. What were we talking about there? Oh, Wimbledon's Cup yeah. win. Yeah, you said, didn't you, that um, teams who have that kind of big win often come off the back of it yeah. with a defeat, don't they? So That's what I'm hoping. Um, generally, And they are rubbish in bottom of the league. Yeah, so they are. The, 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 the fact that they've won in the league might, uh, in, the, in the Cup will be a nice distraction for the fans, but I'm sure the manager would much rather prefer three Hopefully points. Hopefully, the players the have just been dining out on that result all week. Huge result. been getting lashed. Well, I suppose yeah. we can think back to the game we played to, against them um, in London, and it wasn't easy, was it? Uh, no. It was a challenging fixture. They were like. doing a lot better at the time than they are now. The, but the, one of those teams we don't really like playing against as well, physical. Rough your centre backs up type of striker, and that Hansen, if he's still playing for them, I presume he is. Um, I don't know, it's one of those fixtures because of the run of form we're in. You do look at it and think, you know, you have to win, 
you have to beat the bottom club if you want to get promoted. It's a bit like Man City failing to beat Newcastle the other night. Mm. If you want to win the league, you can't lose against the team in a relegation battle. Um, and similarly for us, yeah, we've got games in hand, but the pressure's on now to pick up the points because we're not doing that at the moment. And of course, I don't think anybody fears that we're going to lose the game. It's the dreaded draw, <coughs> isn't it? And well, not being able to put the team, not being able to put your position. How many away. is it now? 11? Two million. 11, yeah. Mm. 11 million. in the league. You know, where would we be if those those couple of games at home, especially the home draws, you know, yeah. the Fleetwoods, Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. Yeah. Yeah. If, we, if those were wins, you know, we'd be laughing now. I know, but they're not. And <laughs> no, but I think we, yeah. we've got the three games in hand and what we've got to do is get ourselves in a position where we don't need the three games in hand to get above somebody. We need them where we're, say we get up to third again with with a couple of games in hand still and then we can hopefully if we win those we're accelerating away from people rather than which rather we were in that position up. we were um, in that position we, are, we were but um, we've lost ground if anything um, well, I wouldn't say we've lost ground we're still in touch because the games in hand mean we'd be joined top if we won them so we're still we're still in touch but you know what I mean it's in, in our hands we've lost ground in yeah. terms of where we if we'd done what you're saying that we could have no. done or would need to do now the, um, we had that opportunity the situation now I mean you look Portsmouth you'd be they've lost six games this season now they've lost three in the bounce um, yeah so they'll be worried and they've like signed James Vaughan yeah. by the way well he scored <laughs> goals at this level hasn't he? I mean it's yeah. all set our last home game of the season against Portsmouth and he'll play I mean and the cupped ears Oh, You'll yeah, be loving that one. Check a trade final as well. Possibly. I presume. Possibly, yeah, yeah. I presume f- with him, they've probably done what Wigan did last season and yeah. brought him in as a backup. Yeah. Someone to put pressure on on sort of like Brett Pittman and others in their attack rather than as an as a starter. Well, the two the two strikers have brought in Portsmouth. I think were both in at Wigan this season on loan. I think Omar Borger was on loan at Wigan from Cardiff, and then obviously James Vaughan. So. And we were after to try and get Will Grigg trying to decimate Wigan's strike force. Um, but it, it's it's um, it's vital at the start winning these games because they can't they can't just keep on. I mean, I'm pretty relaxed about it all. I think we're still in decent shape. Don't read really, we're fifth, but <clears throat> yeah, if I would be worried if we were fifth and we played thirty games, not if we played twenty-seven. We always say, and you've just mentioned Portsmouth there, and we always say, let's worry about what we're doing. But it's relevant what other teams are doing. Portsmouth, you've just said they've lost three in a row, which they have. Actually, since Boxing Day, they've played six games and they've lost four. And they've won two. And suddenly out of nowhere, Luton. Well, Luton, <laughs> but that's another interesting thing because, yes, um, you know, Nick Harvard's come in. He's, they, they've got a draw against us and they won, they won four nil. And then they beat Portsmouth. But that's still, we don't know what's going to happen with that manager situation. And this must be an, a total anomaly of a run they're on. Like, I think, Gareth, you highlighted something about th- the this run This must be on. some kind of record they're on. Well, Is it 50, uh, it's, 50, 50 odd years? Be, yeah, the best run of form for 50 years. Might right. be over now because undefeated in 17 games. I mean, it's, a, it's an anomaly. I mean, it's a... It but really is an anom- that, anomaly this, this because is a team of the team that got promoted last year from League Two and they've kept the same team and they've just kept that good form gone. It's momentum, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know. It's almost like losing a manager for them isn't as big a deal in the sense that he's obviously got them together as a unit for some time, playing in a certain way that a guiding hand like McArthur, who's Who was there legend, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps it kind of going. The only hope is that fizzles out yeah. after it. Well, I'd like to see ourselves have some similar momentum in you know that week we've got coming up where we've got the Tuesday night, the Friday night, and then the following Tuesday mm. all at home. 
in a week. If we, you know, win at the weekend, we go into them them games. Then, you know, I'd love to think we could win them. Imagine, it'd be great. So we got Saturday, a, we, that, we, those, that that week is very is more important to me than is that the next game week in hand with you know the Akron game, for example. Is that next week? It's, yeah, it's a week after. So I think that's that's that that week to me is the most important week coming up. Uh, and if we if we if we get a couple of wins on the bounce there, I think I can really see us building them up that momentum, which will see us. You know, ultimately over the line at the end of the season. Tom Eves scoring against Gillingham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> for us. Yeah, well, he's one of the names that I think we've all talked about. Before we talk about speculation, in case someone does come in in the midst of this, I suppose you're right, if we're going to talk about transfers. But before we do that, anybody fear the worst for Saturday or everybody or any, we all think we're going to get through the game, okay? No. Yeah, I think we'll get through the game okay. I think, you know, we've we've competed without Madger Greg before. does not show sure. up. But the, the only concern well, you be is Madger's not in the squad, isn't it, right? Not just Madger. So when we've not had Madger and we went on that run of wins, we had a fit and fire in Sinclair who was leading the line and he was running the channels and a few others who have gone a little bit off the boil. Gooch, mm. McGeady's not quite but what Gooch he was. Gooch got his goal, remember, the other night against uh, City, which feels like ages ago now, but, you know, and it was another positive performance from Watmore, so he could he could feature instead of, you know, seeing Clare, you can't see him leading the line, like, but... Well, you could in some way. I mean, if he was in a front two with Wyke, it changes things for Wyke, who's struggled really for fitness form a bit. He's really just struggled, hasn't he? But he doesn't look like a lone striker. I think that's a lot to ask of someone who's He's just the level doesn't necessarily suit lone strikers unless mm. you've got a bit of extra quality. That Man City performance was big for Watmore, wasn't Massive. it? Massive, absolutely huge. You could, you know, it meant so much to him to get that that goal, and for all you could tell, you know, all, all the staff, all he? the players, yeah. uh, all the fans who you know followed his journey over the last couple of years, and anyone who knows who's been involved with the club knows that Duncan never shies away from doing anything with the community, the fans, anything like that. And he's always the first to put his hand up. So the fact that he got that goal and he's finally on his way back to full fitness uh, is is excellent for him. Another massive thing for Saturday, Honeyman could be in in Mm. the squad. Yeah, well, I mean... You worry about match fitness. It seems like a naturally fit. I was just going to say that. There's a difference between the sharpness, fitness and match fitness, fitness, though. Match fitness is your sharpness and your... He's played a lot of games also. Well, you get Matthews back in at right back. You play all nine off the front or you play two up front with one of them being Watmore. A lot of this depends on who who we do or don't bring in. Mm. Um, but say you played what, uh, sorry, White and Watmore up front as a front two and then whatever other combination in the team. That's that you kind of Watmore can do a lot of that, I think. Running backwards and forwards because he's not, he's got a lot of energy. Does Lewis uh, Morgan come in and do that? Though? I don't know enough about well, him to judge. But to be this honest. is what we this is what we can do without, and there might be a couple of silence. Hopefully, there is uh, before the end of the night. But what we, we can be. what we can talk about is um, this, the couple he has brought in and whether whether they could go straight in, into the team on Saturday. So Grant Ledbetter, um, a lot of people have voiced the concern that he's a bit samey. Craig probably more than others. Um, yeah, I've probably said my piece on him. So, no, well, no, you have in the group chat, Craig. But you I don't have think said I, it on the. La- you obviously <laughs> didn't listen to last Thursday's podcast. Where uh, I did. I gave a full and frank opinion on. But now he's here because he wasn't here then. Yeah, that's true. does he go into the team? I'll leave that to someone else. It's, well, midfield, you know, almost got too many similar, <laughs> like similar kind of players. You know, I think uh, Grant certainly comes from a higher pedigree than some of them. He'll go in. I think if he's fit, that, so that's what's your midfield ma- combo? Just because, well, 
That's I mean, a thing. I, well, that, that, that's a thing. It's a hard one, isn't and it? And you said it is a hard one to see who drops out, but I think we've all been saying for a while it's gone flat. Um, and I think, yes, he, he's not... Um, it's not an obvious position we, we thought we needed to strengthen, but I would suggest that Grant is, ability-wise, a cut above what we have at the minute a little bit. Including Catamore in that? Yes, because he's got a he's got a forward pass in him, Grant, and he's got a well, set face delivery in him. Um, and I think would would Grant Lidbetter have signed for another League One club? Or no, is he, he's too good for that, isn't he? It's so a coup. If, if if he was it leaving Middlesbrough now and this and Sunderland wasn't on the radar, he would have signed for another Championship club, wouldn't he? Well, they were in for him, weren't they? Yeah. So that that to me, we've got a bit flat, and I think just an extra. Face in the midfield, somebody who does like the ball as well, wants the ball, comfortable on the ball. I think he'll definitely start. I can't say him not starting. The question well, is, been, who been, else? Who yeah. with? Yeah, yeah. All week, all week they've been building up to it, haven't they? You know, the, the lead bit of thing. But like Frankie was saying earlier, it's a period of, of games where we're going to be able to give one arrest one one week and then bring another one in. You know, if we've got th- three games in six days, the fact we've got McGeoch, Power, Catamol, Ledbetter, yeah. Honeyman, um, O9, who would all play in there. Similar, that, that's positive in that. Yeah, and they can just, they can just get, get one out and get one in nice and fresh. And, he, you know, I think it, I wouldn't say there's going to be, um, you know, form permitting, I wouldn't say there's going to be a, like a serious drop in quality in that change. Do you, want, do you want to cut you off in your prime, but do you see Ross doing that? He's resisted the temptation to do that. Previously, where we've had a lot of games, he's stuck with the same midfield. Quite recently, in fact, where people had kind of lamented the fact McGeek hadn't come into the team, got his chance against Luton, did well, got dropped back out. He does, I think, quite like to sort of stick with a partnership where possible and then we'll change it if there's a suspension or injury. Mm. So mm. We've got Is that fair or, or am I being unfair? I'm not sure. being unfair. An update... Um, mm. What, for saying from somebody? Keith Downey saying Sunderland desperately trying to get a striker in. I think we all knew that. A Thanks number Keith. of dead ends today. <laughs> so Currently, we only have White and Watmore. It's options. not really an update that. I think that we, well, we, we could all have tweeted ends. that ourselves. <laughs> this is it. It's a, it's, this is where the this is where the problem comes in about communicating with people on social media and, and being transparent, isn't it? Because one, once you start saying things like, now he didn't promise anything. He didn't say. They endeavor, basically said he'd endeavour to try and get. We're endeavour to try and get two strikers, and in. we might yet do that. Um, yeah, we so. are. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, but if you come out and say that, people are expecting it, and as closer it gets to the deadline, and it looks as though today it's been anyone who's scored in League ten one. goals <laughs> in League One in the career is <laughs> is available is and is available will will be the one we're you know we're after. I still. Like obviously this is going to go on record before um, the window you know, before the window shuts, um, and I could be proved completely wrong. Yeah, I've j- I'd probably wait until after the window shuts. I've just got a feeling. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying I've got a feeling that we're going to publish and no, no, no. whatever you're about to say is going no, to be no. proven. Defoe's going to make a last minute <laughs> dash from yeah. Rangers. One of the t- one of the one of the big ones that we've been after. They might just push the boat out and try and get it done. Now. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if they just went. Maybe not Greg because it sounds always a little bit too pricey. But maybe you're not paying Mar- three million quid for. Maybe Greg. you know if if maybe Marcus or Eves or someone like that, they might go. Well, he's the money. What was the reported knockback 
or the the um, the price required to to get Kiefer Moore? What was that? Probably three million three, as well. Four three, million. Four million. So if you were in a situation, you've got the purse strings, Gareth. You've got three million pounds in your pocket. You got Greg and Ke- would you, or would you would you pursue Kiefer Moore, who arguably, for me, from my point of view, was the best striker I've seen at the Stadium of Light this season, apart from Josh Madger. If, Greg. if there was one of them that I'd go for at that price, it would be him. Purely He's decent age as well, isn't he? Because I would of the choose age Greg. And, and the, would you? Would you? Because I feel like we've got a lack of pace and I think Greg offers you more mobility. I think than was pretty quick, I thought. I thought he was The pretty, thing is with, with, with Will Greg is it's short-termism, isn't it? I, I don't think Moore is long-term either. I don't He's think any younger, isn't he? He's had chances in the championship and it yeah, hasn't worked out, has he? Yeah, so well I'm going to check. Keep yeah. talking, I'll check it all. I think it. he's about 25. Um, and to be honest, most of these strikers we're getting linked with are about 27, 28, 29. I mean, Eves, you look at Eves and you'd think if they wanted him, they could probably have him. He's got six months on his contract. Why isn't Eves... Why isn't anyone else in for Eves? You know, Gillian are really struggling. Good. You know, they're right down the bottom, end, bottom end of the more. division, aren't they? You would think someone else would have came in. I don't know. Were we just in our situation? Just Has good? Tommy who's had a few injuries recently? Because I've, I've noticed he's not been as involved as much. Um, I don't know if, if Tommy Eves has. But, I'm but I think thought. the worry with Eves is, and again, not, not right and white off, who could yet come good. And again, I would say I think he looks better with a, probably a strike partner. Absolutely. I'm not sure Eves would be a natural partner for him. I'm also with Eves. He's 27. You look at his career, just quickly on Wikipedia, so it's not like drilling down. He's done really well at Gillingham, nearly one goal and two. And other than that, the only time he's ever had a scoring record was in 2012, 2013. That was quite a long time ago. Hmm. Before Gillingham, who obviously took a bit of a punt on him, I suppose, because at Yeovil he scored four goals in 40 appearances. I mean, he's he's not somebody who you look at and think, all right, he's 24, so he might have another run at it. He's someone you look at and think, this is this is it for him. This mm. is his real purple patch. Great if you bring him in and, and he gets you 10 goals, it gets you up. But it could be another white situation. I mean, do we know enough about him? This, it, the club are obviously doing the scouting and he doesn't seem to be one of the names, does it's he? It's almost like, do you know, where you used to play on Championship Manager back on the day and then you would click on view top goal scorers from the league <laughs> and then yeah. work your way down the list, start at the top one and if you couldn't get him, go to the next one and try and get him. Um, yeah, it's almost like that. I I'm, I'm trying not to go too far into the speculation considering um, when we're going to publish The thing he's just going to give you is... Height, physicality, isn't he? Um, does does White not offer? I think he's a bit bigger than White, isn't he? Eves. I mean, I've got. I've just because it came up in the Google search, I've stuck a video on. So I'm telling you what he looks like now. He is six foot five, so he yeah, is. So he's, he's, bi- big. He's, he's big. He's lad. big lad. Um, he's broad. You know, he, he's got. He, like when he played against us, I thought he had like a decent touch on him. But do um, you think? Do you think you've been watching Sunderland this season, though? Including the games with White, and were you ever thinking what we need is another like a big lad up top? I've it's not so that. much that big, like if you play that way. Like I know what you're saying. It's almost like saying you, you've got to play a certain way if you've got like a, mm. a, a, a big player up front. I think you know if, even if he's a big physical player, there's no reason why you couldn't try and play the way you have been. Um, the thing the, the the problem that they're going to have replacing Madger, who's played most of the games this season, is that he's 
he likes to come deep and get on the ball, doesn't he? Um, <clears throat> and obviously, he's very quick in the box and, you know, like sharp turns in the box to try and get shots away early and all that kind of thing. So, there's probably not a player in the league who, who really gives you what Madger does that you could replace. Mm-hmm. So, you know... The, no, you're not going to get somebody as good as Madger. Yeah. That, does that mean... An, sorry to interrupt you there, Stephen, but does that mean that it's a system... You know, we're all waiting around here for a replacement for Magic, if you like. But really, there's going to be we're going to be playing a different system now with the likes of Morgan coming in. You know, that video's been doing the rounds of um, Jack Ross's team talk video. You know, he's moving the yeah, drafts yeah, around, yeah, and yeah. he's got these, this system with the two tens. You know, and then you heavily rely on the, the wing backs pushing forward and stuff like that. It, will we see a completely changing system then? And then we just. You know, we just do with the strikers that are at the club already because you're relying on the goals from the likes of McGeady and Morgan. They need at least one. They need at least one in because then they'll, they'll bring so one in because they need one. On but the problem is, it's who's it going to yeah. be? Yeah. So like, look at last year, and it's like you, you have an Ashley Fletcher arrive because and, and th- this the has been parallels are eerie actually. Uh, uh, well, especially even like Vaughan, like Vaughan Sinclair leaving. Yeah, no, totally. It's the it's the two. The ones that you weren't bothered about, and then the big one who was getting yeah. all the goals, who weirdly have attracted similar types of criticism from supporters. And I think there was a feeling, I mean, not everyone obviously, but there was a general feeling that Art League One, you can replace that, you can replace goals. But I think if, ignoring the context that I'm not into that XG crap, I find it quite annoying. But one thing that is true is. It, that sort of statistical analysis doesn't take into account when you've got a player like Madger who's clearly better than the level. So if we aren't creating that many clear-cut chances, which arguably at the minute we really aren't, and you haven't got that player who can just get the ball in the feet in the box, two touches, it's in the corner. Yeah. You, you, it doesn't matter if Mar- Marquis or Eves have scored 15 goals. They're not going to score goals that Madger scored. So how do you address that? You That's change the, the question. System. You change the system. Which, which might might be in his mind, you know. I think more. I, I think you're right, Frank, and I think Morgan is obviously an important signing in that, in that he's gone and got somebody who knows, who plays in a certain system. Um, I mean, if, if anything, not not just to keep the likes of Gooch and Watmore and McGeady on the tours, but like you say, worked in a certain system. So, uh, yeah, he's, he he scored regularly for them as well for <coughs> for Jack Ross last season as well. He's done okay this season for St Mirren, I think five five goals in fifteen. No, it was games, like, that was the end of that was the end of. No, he's last been on loan this season. No, the twenty eighteen. Oh, it was the end sorry. of last season. Apologies. I thought that the other way um, as well. I must um, have misread the. I think um, no, no, it was twenty eighteen. Um, it was just the first half, twenty eighteen, rather than the second half. So he's not really got any pedigree at any well, sort of level. No, he's played. He's played. He's played fifteen games this season for Celtic. So has he? And he's played in the right. Champions League. So he has been playing this season. Um, but obviously they've got, you know, I mean, Ryan Christie was another one who obviously we were linked with and somewhere we might have got him. Um, and he's come into that Celtic team, done really well. So, um, you know, the maybe the, is it the Darbo, the, the lad from Plymouth? I was going to mention him, I like him. Um, so he was mentioned, yeah. He's offers something a bit different, I think, when the little have seen of him, he seems... Quite good technically, a bit tricky and Quick. like a bit of pace. I would love is, some pace know, in that a squad. Bit of, so I would say like a player with a bit of pace, a bit of physicality, um, either or would would do. I mean, he just doesn't look fast, but he doesn't look slow. But he, he's a powerful player. I mean, I'd, I'd be. I think someone like Eves, you know, would be. I think people would enjoy watching him play. I think Ladapo um, is a little bit younger as well. Yeah. He's twenty five. Um, 
and his career is a little bit different to some of these other ones we're talking about who've started off at like championship clubs gone out on loan many times maybe struggled to get game time and goals when you look at Ladapo he's <laughs> I mean he actually got a move to Palace and uh, obviously it didn't work out for him but you look at the, the mostly it's like non-league football so it, mm. but then that that's, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Exactly. Not. And you look at, <clears throat> at Plymouth. I mean, he had a. I mean, I, I can't talk about other strikers and their barren spells and then not do the same with him just because I've decided for some reason that I quite like him as an idea of, as a signing. I mean, he scored no goals at South End in 2018. He scored 4 and 15 for Shrewsbury, 2 and 17 for Oldham. And you kind of have to go back to 2015 16 at Margate. And I'm talking about Margate. Mm. We had a, a like an, a nine on one on two one in two record, so they're all kind of gambles at this level, I think, because it seems like to me players have a purple patch. Someone on the champion in the championship rather takes a bit of a punt on them, and then they end up getting farmed out back out on loan again. Do you feel as though maybe there's a little bit psychologically a little bit more resistance to us taking players from other clubs? Like, I don't know if it's a paranoia thing, but maybe there's a little bit of like maybe. And a bit arrogant now we're halfway. We thought, well, we can just look at the top list of five top goal scorers in the league that aren't Josh Madger, and then we'll just go right. We'll get, get one of these because we're Sunderland, mm. and then every club's pushed back. I mean, if it's true that you know Doncaster turning down one point two five million for Marcus, that's a that's a pretty big fee for this league. Like, yeah, but it starts putting the and, and, Madger I mean, Grig, stuff into context Grig was as well. Only, Grig was only a million quid. Um, I think when when uh, they signed him. Oh really? So I think with good you, you do you think with yeah he was I mean a million quid is quite a lot for a league yeah. Yeah. club to spend. And we're offering to spend more and you know obviously the, you know the, if they're saying three I mean Well they know we've got we know we we, we know well, they know we, they we think need we replace. have money. Uh, and we need yeah. but they think we have money. Yeah. And they for think, whatever reason and we need and but they know we need to replace and yeah. ultimately that's why I feel as though I do feel as though a little bit like a deal. Did I get my point about saying that they'll get what I did? Yeah, I know you interrupted us during it for banter purposes, but yes, <laughs> that's why I've got a little bit of a feeling that one of them, one of the top targets that we're being after, will fall. Will but will will just go all right then. Yeah, and the because, because someone yeah, like Winnell in on loan, and you only need that to happen at ten o'clock tonight. A selling club will will eventually at some point say. Are we going to get offered this again? Yeah, for this. Somebody player? will be one of yeah. those so clubs. Be no. One yeah. of those clubs. It does feel as though somebody in there will be in touch and will go back and say, "Oh, look, we've had a think. If you can, you know, make a one point five, or, or in fewer add-ons, yeah, fewer add-ons, but more upfront or whatever. Maybe there's a deal to be done. Maybe they'll do something like that. I don't know how it works. Tony Corton will know how it works, not us. But and people like that will know how it works. But it, it, like when you watch them until when you watch them until I die, though, it is. Look what happened, like with McCormick, right near the end of the window, where like that became live again, like with ten minutes ago, mm. and then like it did die. But I think it's frustrating because we've lost such a good player, and we all thought, I think that we just replaced them, mm. not with the same type of player, not the same caliber necessarily, but there'd be one of these players who <sighs> we've li listed off, and you know it wouldn't be a problem because clubs would be snapping your hand off for that kind of money in League One. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of agree, Gareth. I wonder whether somebody like Ladapo or somebody like yeah. um, well, Mar Marquis, how do you actually yeah. say his name? I mean, Mar it might be, you know, yeah. if, if Gilling, if they're talking about, if you're saying he's only got six months left in his contract. They would take money. They might take half a million. Um, and, you, and you look at things, you know, people like, like Ladapo, I think they're talking about what the bid was, about 
early like two three hundred grand. They take a threefold increase, like nine hundred k or a million. million. But then it's whether we think he's worth that kind of money. And, and you know, and Jack Ross obviously has got a good handle on. You know, he's the economist himself, so to speak. So he, you know, he's got an economics degree, hasn't he? And he, they've always said all along that they're not just going to do stuff for the sake of it. But and I agree with that. But at this stage, they've <laughs> sold. That's the issue. Possibly what some would argue is the best player in the division, and they haven't replaced him with anything. They haven't even replaced him with an option. They've replaced him with nothing. They haven't even replaced him with like an Ashley Fletcher type. I mean, at this stage, and people are like, "Oh, here he goes." I would, I would take Fletcher at this level. Here it comes. Absolutely, would take Fletcher on loan at this level. No problem at all. I think he got better as he went on. The issue with him again, though, is a play. He's a player who hasn't played for six months, and he's going to have to. I watched him live on Saturday and it was terrible. Was I'll it? just throw that one in there. Well, I was doing it, the Middlesbrough new podcast. This is it. He's not playing. <laughs> this is the problem. He's well, exactly. So, so we'd have we, to get we, him up to speed in that again. We're not we? the team. That yeah. is not. Yeah. It's the same as that Mo Issa. He's not put, the player for us. Not being playing. You, know, you need like, someone who's at least been kicking a ball. Which well, is why. Which is why, Eves and Marquise are like obvious targets. Because it is very championship manager-esque, isn't it? Where you just, well, get somebody who scored goals in this league and put them in then. But Well, mm. even Surridge, I mean, I would say, if you brought... It's not going to happen. If you just brought him on his own, you'd be like, it's <clears throat> a lot of weight on 20-year-old shoulders who's only played a bit of League Two football. And it's different with Magic because he's actually at a sort of a Premier League club, so the pressure's mm. not on mm. to prove yourself and get that move. But actually, if you brought him in and another, that's fine. Because he's got he's got game time behind him. He's been playing this season mm. and scoring goals. And if you brought him in, well, someone of his ilk, this winner that Chef Wed maybe. Well, he's got some interesting stats, which back up your point, Gareth. I think when you said that um, someone maybe who is playing at the championship and has to be loaned out to League One teams. So Winnell play, played uh, over the course of a couple of seasons. We had uh, a really good Barnsley. season at Barnsley. Yeah, we had a couple. He scored 41 goals in 97 games. And before that, he had a good a good season at Scunthorpe where he scored 23 goals as well. Um, uh, then he went back to Chef Wednesday and then he was on loan at Derby last season. Well, and they were championship and he did all right. And, and he scored he scored six at, at uh, Derby last season and four at Chef Wed. It was but, a, but at League One level, he's... Pretty he hasn't played. He hasn't played. He hasn't played for Sheffield Wednesday. He signed about eighteen months ago. No, he uh, has. He's played six, sixteen, 16 times. times. But in, in that, when did he sign? Oh, but, well, I don't think he's played this season. Yeah. So he hasn't. He's. he's bet, I think he signed maybe eighteen months ago. Was it? He moved. Um, when did he sign for them? They've got loads of yeah, 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 loads so, of strikers so it's as two, well. It's it's two years since he signed for them. Or it was twenty seventh season, twenty seventeen when he signed for them. So he's got ten goals, and he's played sixteen games. So he yeah. hasn't played. No, but at League One level, stockpile him and haven't played him. And, and it was a controversial move that one because he went from Barnsley, where yeah. he was doing really well. Yeah, I think he might have gone in the January. I can't remember exactly, but it was really controversial obviously because Barnsley Sheffield Wednesday yeah. it's obviously a bit beefy in it so like I think he went there and there was a lot of fume about it understandably it'd be like you know Magic going off to Newcastle or something like that for us yeah. probably so um, but the stats suggest that you know, do at League One you know, level but I remember you saying he yeah. hasn't been playing football he hasn't been playing so is that the whole um, Ashley Fletcher situation again you know you'd be getting them up with speed fitness sharpness which you mentioned at the top of the show which screen. we're already doing with Duncan Watmore to start with I mean, it's we've, we've got we've got White and Watmore who are the players who need to be given the fit, the fitness type you know they, they're not looking sharp well Watmore's looking sharper by the game I think White's struggling a bit for whatever reason 
So you kind of want somebody who can hit the ground running. If you bring someone like Winnerlin on loan, great, but you have to bring in one of the other League One players that we've mentioned. And then it means what more can maybe play on the wing and put pressure on the wingers. And you've got, suddenly you've got a lot, like kind of a lot of versatile options. If you just bring someone like him in on loan, or Iser or whoever, who've barely played any football, like you say, you're just bringing another player up to speed. We haven't got it's time for that. That's unfair on him as well. Yeah, isn't it, it is. Th- what it, what it I is. think what it does, and um, the owners have been brilliant since they've come in, and they've, they've, they've uh, highlighted or identified problems, which we all have as well, in terms of panic buys and stuff and previous mistakes. What's happening now is them getting an insight into actually what could this pressure be like for a Premier League club. Well, no, never mind that. It's happening right to now. Bring somebody it's happening in. right exactly. now. So, so they're, they're chasing around, scrambling around. Now imagine it's going to be more intensified if you're a Premier League club and then you need, to, you need to bring somebody in. So it just shows, it's giving them a little bit of insight why clubs do panic. No, I, I, would I mean, they'll be, they'll, be, they'll be, regardless of what happens, by the way, tonight, if they, even if they get the one that they want or one of the ones they want. Well, remember, we're working will, towards two. So, I, but there was. It there depends was, if there the class be. Morgan is a, is a forward. Well, well, he, he, he was talking, talking about two. About he was talking about two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't talking about Morgan. Okay. He was talking about because okay. okay. he was talking about a loan and a buy. I think right. apparently yeah. the, Keith Downey's saying that this Premier League um, loan uh, apparently doesn't look like it's happening anymore. Like based on the fact that everything was booked last night, flight medical and everything, and it hasn't happened. You do wonder whether that was even. <coughs> but anyway, real. My point. <laughs> my point. I was going to make is that you do. There will be dealing facts. There will be <laughs> an inquest tonight or in the next coming in the coming days about what's happened and how they've got into this situation. Now, even if this, even if it, if they get the person they want in two day. Um, or you know a decent player in they've they've still got to sit down and look at it and it, you'd argue you could argue in terms of a process or a, an approach or whatever you want to call it you could argue that it is papering over the cracks a little bit now we understand that you know football you know signing players is difficult in January and all that but they knew that before they started they made the decision to let Magic go. Um, I know people have been saying, well, he came and collected his stuff. I was like, well, yeah. so after, what? If I, after if I go to, agreed, if, I go to if I go to work and like clean my desk and go home and not come back in then they'll be ringing us up going where are you why, why won't you come back in you can't just he, just because he's walked out doesn't mean that he can't he, he walk back in he can't walk back in you have he, he's still contract with the football club so he's out I think player. there was a lot of and so he, he's in each show no signed on the pitch of, of you know down in twos or anything like that but he's gone now and he was so but they made the decision to do the deal I understand the reasons but it wouldn't, would it be too dramatic to say that if we don't replace Madger with somebody half competent, we've put ourselves in danger of put, we've put basically gone from automatic promotion potentially to playoffs at best? I'd be worried that we'd drop out of the playoffs. If I, we I wouldn't go as far as worried to drop out of the playoffs. If we I'd, don't bring I anyone don't, in, I don't think that squad's capable of dropping out of the playoffs without another strike. No, no, I think no. it would be all right. No. I think we'd get in the playoffs. I think I don't think there's any. I don't think there's anywhere the six teams. Better than us. Better no, than us. I'd, I agree. But I agree, I, apart from the fact we will, will completely even lack even a focal point. But I do feel as though it would be a little bit playoffs are best at that stage, which, and then it's the playoffs. and As long as they're doing everything in their power. Which I believe. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. now, you know, there'll be, there'll be frantic scenes at the academy like right now, won't they? And, you you, you know, you... you, you they can only try the best, I guess. Oh, I, I agree. And the situation but is not ideal from the offset with the whole 
Magic situation at the beginning of the, the transfer window or a little bit before then. You know, so we find ourselves in this situation with, with, with unbelievable parallels to last season. But we're in a completely different position in the, in the league, though, you know. We have got goals coming from all over midfield, which we didn't have last season. You know, I just think if, the, if we get to 11 o'clock tonight and that focal point up front or that, you know, replacement for Magic or half-competent replacement for Magic doesn't come through, then we are where we are and we just have to rely on the, the, the quality of the players which you already have, which Stephen, you know, believes that you know we're not. There's not six teams better than the rest of that squad. I just worry it's so deflating. It is. It because is. A, well, it is. But we're already we in could a bad still, run. We could still go up without. Matcha. You know, we, if, 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 if it ends now, if the transfer window shuts now, and many people will be listening to this on in the car, that you know, and it's already and, slammed and, shut. Exactly. You know, we've still got a really good squad of players who've I all completely played agree. some of them have played at the highest level you know and if you get them working in the system and we get a bit momentum again like the beginning of the season there's no reason why we can't put a run together still and go up but I agree it's massively disappointing it already is massively it's, it's just if we don't bring it, anyone it's in it's deflating like, yeah. and it's also we've got a lot of quality in a lot of positions except a really important one and we are going through a really rough spell and almost like the last thing you need in the midst of that kind of difficult run of results where we're not losing but we're not winning is you've lost your best striker and you've brought nobody in to do and it is job. and it is strange isn't it because this striker thing creates this narrative now we're all thinking about it and like you said if for example if Maggi was still here and he's not obviously yeah but then you think oh they've brought in Dunn they've brought in um Morgan who has a good goal scoring pedigree plays a Selic very highly rated they've brought in Ledbetter regardless of whether you think he's a a player in a position we need better than what we have I would argue well you're and just beefing the squad up aren't other, you other, other, even at that other clubs in League 1 are looking thinking that pff, I wish we could just go and do that and I think that's the point I'm trying to make by saying I don't think there are six teams certainly not um, the strength and depth in the squad than us either is there there's not bigger there's not a better no there squad. isn't there isn't you're right but it's it's getting a tune out of some of them Obviously, we have seen clubs before without an obvious Focal point and centre forward work the way around it and, and, it's and different do in league right. one. It's different in League One. But if you've got that quality, you know, sitting behind a Wyke or whatever, whoever ends up being up top by themselves, you know, Aidan McGeady, you know, and Lewis Morgan, real formidable players, you know, in that position. And most defences in this league would be quick in the boots to see them running towards them. We're just, I'm not, and I'm not certainly not trying to catastrophize because I do think we'll bring somebody in. Um, I'm talking worst case scenario, I'm talking no deal Brexit, <laughs> like no deal striker. <laughs> like, I just would worry that. But where do you stand on the backstop, Greg? <laughs> but, but, so I guess our backstop would be <laughs> Andy Cook, <laughs> the mag at Walsall. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, that would be the, for me, that would, that would be the worst scenario. You bring someone like, Coogan because you're scratching around and he's not you I'd know, rather we did I'd rather we stick did stick with what we've got then I'd rather stick with what we got than ma- making a desperate last minute you know plunge for yeah. that striker I mean Win- Winnell might be a good option in that he's got a good pedigree at this level he has scored a lot of goals like we said you know he scored 60 goals for Scunthorpe and Barnsley um, and he scored what in his last he scored what, how many he said he had 17 appearances 16 appearances so it's what 32 so he scored 10 goals in 
33 games safe in, in, in the championship. Yeah. So that's one in three. That's not bad for a player who hasn't been playing. So he's obviously got the knack of scoring. If he came in and we brought and we signed somebody else, I'd be thinking. Well, that's what decent. I'm saying. Completely. But him on his own, it's a lot of pressure. I think Wyke's probably feeling the pressure a little bit at the moment. And it's only going to intensify yeah. because he's, he's, let's be honest, currently, I think what, personally, think what more is a striker, but he's not really a lone striker. So if you want to play that one up front, it's Wyke. Mm. You, and then you've got the kind of, the sort of, the hand grenade of like Kim Bioka. Like he's the only mm. other one, isn't he? Like, yeah. That, that, that's not a lot to work with. And it is a really important position in League One. Everyone who goes up in League One and has like a, a team that, that you could go through the top six, they've all got that striker, haven't they? They've got someone who leads the line. So we nick someone else's then. Which, which is what we're desperately <laughs> trying to do. So Doncaster just sitting outside the top six and I think they're playing Portsmouth this weekend, actually. Um, you know, they, they go into the rest of the season without as good a team as us. I agree, we've got <laughs> the wealth of options throughout that squad but they'll have the striker that we don't have yeah. there's something really like frustrating about I know that I think it's now a case of like this is like no man's land as they've said and we'll uh, you know maybe something's developed by the time we'll people listen to this I'm, I'm, we'll not, I'm not I'm not, uh, we'll I'm not too sure all the talk seems to be about Sam Winnell at the moment and obviously you know there was an unnamed striker at half past five apparently who we'd agreed you know some sort of deal with the club over so that was yesterday that was down was yesterday oh, and he's right. rubbish that are he's oh, rubbish okay. that idea. and oh, some of it okay. like if we're going to make a comment on the transfer market or whatever it, there's a lot of these stories in there they just go around in circles and you just wonder i think some of these are definitely the substance to them and we have obviously looked around how much of that is trying to say to wigan look we've met your valuation according to reports and then you're up in it if you're serious come on because we're looking at other players and which isn't a bad move but obviously as we've gotten closer and closer to the deadline nothing's actually happened it, I don't know it's really hard to talk about it now isn't it I think conversely as well if we do get one of these players we want I mean say we got Grig at you know 10 to 11 tonight dancing in the, the street the mood is going to be <laughs> we've got the player we wanted and everyone's going to be like yeah, buzzing and it's going to be it's almost like it's going to be like be never, a bit better n- never has one signing made such a difference of the it's, balance it's, and it's the Gooch yeah. last minute against Charlton isn't mm. it but in transfer terms it's yeah. that like the whole stadium's I'll up I'll get freed from desire on the PA system no, as well that, that's what, I bet you've had that like ready yeah well, yeah <laughs> <I bet you laughs> on, on standby yeah. put it that way yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so what we're saying is make it happen but it's already happened or not happened yeah. properly by the time you listen Think to this. Think about it, get to, the, get to the final of the checker trade and you'd have Wembley, 50,000 people. Singing What More's on freed, Fire. Freed from desire. Someone's on fire. What More was on fire. That I remember people singing it on the tube yeah. uh, yeah. after an Arsenal it, game. Yeah, it, it's, yeah it, it, it would be, you know, it's almost worth paying the extra 1.75 million, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, aside from all this transfer speculation or um, non-speculation almost, what speculation? <laughs> Non-speculation. Oh, that that's a <laughs> well, it's gone past that, isn't it? It's gone past speculation now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Post-speculation. Post post-speculation. Like post-modernism. Yes, that's what I should have said. Post-speculation. Are we going to do some um, predictions or something? Frankie, as the professional broadcaster, mm. would usually get us to do that. No, yeah. we never do predictions. <laughs> we used to do it, actually. Yeah, because you're on Monday. Yeah, yeah, grow out of the it. Mondays for <laughs> Mondays reflecting. Grow out of it. We're all about the future. Projecting. Mm. Projecting. Positive. Positivity. 
Frankie Freud. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. This Freud, is going to be a great Freudy, listen tomorrow, isn't Freudy it? Friday in the heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do want to be listening to this tonight rather than tomorrow, don't you? But if you are listening, if you whenever, are listening in the morning, I hope you've scraped your windscreen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hope you're going to come to the Peacock on Saturday. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good Martin plug. Scott. Martin Scott will be there, former left back. Uh, Loved for penalties, didn't he? He Penals. did. He did. And he's, um, he said he was looking forward to meeting Sunderland fans as well. So, so cool. definitely come down. I won't. Because it sounds like, he wa- he sounds like he wants to engage and stuff as well. So, thanks for listening.